Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WGR. This is how you clear out a path. Sports Talk Saturday. You just dig them out. You get low and you come with power. That all-season power that you get from working out all off-season. That extra 20 pounds. The extra lower body weight. That's why you lift the weight. To move the line of scrimmage. When you win the line of scrimmage, you win the game. Want to talk to Nate Geary? This is just beautiful. This is beautiful stuff. I can't get enough of this. Can we get a little of this, please? Can we just get a little bit of this? A little. Nine on seven. Oklahoma drills. Just digging them out. Sports Talk Saturday on WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome in, everybody, to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR Sports Radio 550. It's playoff edition. I'm Louis DiBiase. Zachary Jones on the board. Zach, what's up, man? Uh, first time we've been on air together since the Buff State days. It's been a while. It's, yeah, it's been, been a, a while. Bit. It's been a bit. And what a time to kick it off together on WGR as the Bills take on the Patriots in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs today at 8-15. As you heard Zach say earlier during the update, we'll have coverage with you up until kickoff. I'm with you until 3 o'clock. Taking your calls at 803-0550 at 1 o'clock. I have Jeff Kerr joining me, my good friend from CBS Sports. Going to preview this matchup, take a look around Super Wild Card Weekend. We've got Bengals Raiders before Bills Patriots today, and then tomorrow, three really interesting games, Eagles Buccaneers, you've got Cowboys 49ers, and you have Chiefs Steelers. So, it's an exciting weekend to kick off the playoffs for, Zach, I would say, probably the craziest NFL season I've been a part of in my life, 2021, with how close things have been in both conferences, how back and forth it's been, how even heading into this playoffs, like it feels like the Green Bay Packers are the favorite, but this year more than ever, and there's always more parity, I feel like, in football compared to, you know, the NBA, college football, where it's always Alabama, it's always the SEC. Um, but this year especially, it feels like it is completely wide open, and that is good for the Buffalo Bills as they try to get their first win in the playoffs against the Patriots tonight. Again, 803-0550 is the number to call. If you guys are down tailgating already, you know, we still got eight hours to go, but I've already talked to some friends that are getting ready to head down to Orchard Park to the stadium to begin tailgating. And let me tell you, uh, Zach, I don't know how you did getting to the station, but I was outside walking to my car for literally two minutes and I didn't have gloves on, which was a dumb decision because my hands got numb instantly. It is going to be like cold is an understatement for what it's like out there right now. Yeah, that was that was an awful walk. Like 20 steps to the car. <laughs> That's all it took. It's all it took. That's all it That's took. That's all it took. Out there for like a minute or two, and it is going to be cold today in Orchard Park. Uh, for game day weather, it's supposed to be under 10 degrees. The good news is there probably won't be that wind there was the last time the Patriots were in town. Uh, precipitation, not likely snow or rain. So it's just going to be a freezing cold condition 
in Orchard Park. So definitely bundle up. And uh, But Bills are passionate, and they are crazy in a good way. They're going to be tailgating early and often, and uh, they should be because this is a highly anticipated playoff matchup. Like, of course, you know, there was a different buzz each year. You know, 2017, everybody just felt like they were happy to be there, right? The Bills finally ended their 17-year playoff drought. It wasn't in Buffalo, so it's in Jacksonville. And at that point, it's like you're playing with house money, right? You're just happy to be there. 2019, kind of the same thing because although it was your second playoff appearance in three years, you were doing it with a second-year quarterback. It was Josh Allen's first run at it. So again, not that you weren't expecting a win and you almost beat Deshaun Watson and the Texans that year in one of the craziest playoff games I've ever seen. It it was a different expectation. There was a different vibe to it, a different excitement. You were excited to have your franchise quarterback be you know, on his first big run with the team heading into January. And then last year, considering how unstoppable this football team was for the majority of the season, Josh Allen was an MVP finalist. You had Super Bowl on your mind, and they made it to the AFC Championship game. So that was a new level of expectations, a new level of excitement. And this year, that expect those expectations are still there. But I feel like the difference is, you know, when you look at those matchups in the playoffs last season against Indianapolis, against Baltimore, Baltimore, even against Kansas City. With the Chiefs, you know, they have the storyline of the Bills could have took Mahomes in 2017. They trade out of that spot with Kansas City, who takes Mahomes. The Bills take Josh Allen the following year. Did they make the right call? These two are now fighting for a chance at the Super Bowl. Whereas this year, the matchup itself is bringing a new level of excitement. Again, each year it was like a certain thing represented the excitement. It was ending the drought. It was Allen's first run. It was Super Bowl aspirations. But this matchup is bringing more buzz than I feel like any of the past playoff matchups since 2017. And it's because it is the New England Patriots. And I'm a sucker for a good storyline in sports, and this one has it. Even if you're not a Bills fan, even if you're not a Patriots fan, This game brings a lot of buzz, and it doesn't even really have to do with just the -the on-the-field product of the matchups and, you know, how close these two teams are. It's just what this game really does represent. And obviously, you know, this isn't Bills Brady in the postseason, which to me is the golden story still. It's the quarterback that, you know, for two decades – He terrorized the Bills franchise and this fan base. He's the reason the Bills could never really beat New England because they did, you know, when Brady didn't play, there were times they beat Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, the later games of the season. But, you know, it was Brady. Like, Brady was the reason the Patriots terrorized a group of uh, Bills fans for their entire lives, for the first 20 years of their lives, including my family. So... That's why last year I wanted so bad to see Bills Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. It's like, if you will, in video games, the final boss stage in the Bills character arc to beat the the big bad that showed everyone just how pathetic the drought Bills were. So even though you don't have Brady in this matchup, I'll still say Bills Patriots, even without Brady, is a pretty awesome story, and it's going to have a lot of buzz tonight. Like, this is the team... That, again, for a huge portion of the fan base, represents the misery growing up trying to love football through all of that pain that team inflicted on you. And to get them now in the playoffs, when you're the favorite, the division champions, as kind of now the big brother that has made the playoffs in, crazy enough, four of the last five years. Like, we are now used to the Bills consistently being a contender over the last half a decade, which is a crazy feeling in its own right. It feels pretty good to have the Patriots be the first team to play this year. 
And I, I'll tell you what, it feels more personal for Bills fans. They want to end the Patriots season really, really bad right now. And Zach, isn't it crazy, like in your update, you were talking about how for the Bengals and the Raiders, this is the first time, you know, they're, they're fighting for a playoff win for the first time in decades. And whereas like normally when I hear that, I'm like, yep, that's like the Bills are in that category too. Like we're part of that group. And again, four of the last five years, they've been in the postseason, including this year. And it's just, it feels still, even though it's been five years of this, it feels foreign to like not be in that group. It, it does. Right? I mean, Doesn't even, it still even just feel not being strange? in the hunt bracket, yes. that feels weird. Absolutely. And for to, and to be the big brother over New England right now does still feel foreign, but it feels pretty awesome. And that's why this game is really exciting because, you know, you have an opportunity to end their season. And although Brady is not in New England anymore, Bill Belichick is still the coach and you're going to want to beat him. To be honest, it's actually more of a rivalry now than it was then because Here's the thing, you know, although it was a one-sided rivalry for 20 years, Bills fans badly wanted to beat Brady and the Patriots. Like, it was personal. Every, every time you played them, it was like every time the schedule would come out in the spring. You know, there was a tradition like no other. We'd, we'd bring out our pens and uh, our paper, and we'd go, okay, win, loss, win, loss, you know. And it felt like every time the schedule came out, you had to add at least two losses because the Patriots were going to beat you. It was just like a given. And so it was, there was a one-sided heated rivalry to it, but it didn't really feel like Patriots fans cared a whole lot about playing the Buffalo Bills. Again, it was the little brother, and you were focused on more. You were focused on playing for championships. And so now you can tell the Patriots fans definitely care a whole lot more about this football game, and it makes it more exciting because, again, without Brady, it is more even – the Bills are a better football team. They have a higher ceiling. They are the division champions. They should be the favorite heading into this game. Right now, uh, four-and-a-half-point favorites. But it is more even, and it makes the rivalry a whole lot more exciting. 803-0550 is the number to call. Let's get to Nelson in Manhattan. Nelson, you're on Sports Talk Saturday. Go right ahead. Hey, how's it going? So we're, we're driving over. We're about 20 minutes outside Buffalo. Mm. Uh, some of us from Connecticut, some from Manhattan. And my question, you know, the news that broke 45, 30 minutes ago, Josh Allen deciding to go short-sleeve, what do you think about mm. that? I'm personally nervous about it. Um, I wish he would stay with what he's done in the past, long sleeve. And, you know, they're talking about they need substances, Viagra, all that. I don't know. We'd love to get your guys' thoughts. Go past. Thanks for the call, Nelson. Um, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's supposed to be, again, under 10 degrees for kickoff at 815. Uh, Josh Allen going with the short sleeves. I don't think – I mean, there's a lot of players that do that. I mean, it's pretty crazy that they do, and I couldn't imagine it. I had a giant winter coat on and thick pants and boots heading into the station, and it still felt like it was hitting my body everywhere. And so – but it's different. Like, it's the playoffs. Again, it's against the Patriots. The adrenaline is running. You're the star quarterback in this game. You're going to have to do a lot to win. And so, yeah, I think you just try to keep it – I think he's trying to keep it as natural as possible – and Allen has never really been a guy that, you know, I'm a big football aesthetic person, so I need my quarterback to look cool. I don't know, that's just me. Like, so, for instance, growing up, Eagles, I watched a lot of Eagles football, right? Sam Bradford, for instance, the long sleeves. He looked like a punter out there, the helmet that seemed too big for him. So I'm a guy that likes a good arm sleeve, perhaps a visor. You know, I always thought Cam Newton looked awesome. I thought he had one of the coolest aesthetics for quarterbacks. And, uh... 
Allen has had that, but he's never been a guy to wear the long, tighter sleeves, arm sleeves. Um, so this is just this is what he does, and it's going to be really cold, but I think he's just trying to keep it natural for sure. Yeah, I mean, he even commented, I think, I think it was yesterday or, or the day before, where a lot of the guys go sleeveless just because they want to feel the ball on their skin. Yes. And it's with yeah. fumbling. And Josh, he used to wear the long sleeve, especially his rookie year, and I think a little bit of his second year. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it. Allen had a fumbling issue for a long time with, with running. And now that he's sort of gone away from the long sleeves, yeah. the fumbles have decreased. Well, and especially so. when it's cold, you're going to lose feeling. I, I think it is good to have that football, you know, I, to have that feel for it, I think will be important. Again, it's not going to be a wet game. There, there isn't supposed to be any significant snow or rain as of right now. Um, and again, the, the wind isn't going to be an issue like it was, or at least it shouldn't be, uh, as it was that first primetime game earlier in the season. But um, yeah, I think again, at the same time, even with these conditions, you got to stick to you know who you are as a football team. And I, I don't think that Allen is going to have trouble uh, throwing in the conditions today. I think Mac Jones could likely have some problems, but I actually think the cold weather today should bode well for the Bills. So getting back to what I was talking about here with the Patriots and with how this game brings a new, a different kind of excitement for the postseason. It just feels more personal. This rivalry feels more even. It feels, you know, double-sided now as opposed to growing up. It was just, you know, the Patriots were the big brother beating the little brother down twice a year every single time they played. And when the Bills did beat them, you know, i.e. 2000 and what, 2011, um, it was a massive celebration. It's not like that anymore. Now the Bills are the go-to team in the AFC East. And although the Patriots are a good team and they're in the playoffs playing Buffalo today, they're not a great team. And that's why I think it's even a little more exciting today. And I think it's why it feels a little more personal. And I think Bills fans want this win more than outside of the Chiefs game last year, any playoff win. Because when you look at it, again, the Patriots do care about this rivalry a whole lot more now. It just felt like during that seven-game win streak they had earlier in the year, they were getting cocky. And it's not the the players themselves. I'm not really talking about the organization, but the Patriots fan base, the national media, the way this New England team was starting to be portrayed again because of that run and because of, I guess you could say similarity-wise, in Mac Jones' style of play and Tom Brady's and just how, you know, a lot of people were comparing it to, it feels like 2001 for New England. It felt like that fan base and the team after the seven-game win streak got a little cocky. And they thought they were back, right? How many times did you hear the Patriots dynasty is back on, right? As if it wasn't Tom Brady that carried them through six Super Bowls. Was it just Brady? No, of course not. Like Belichick was a huge part of it. But so many people were ready to crown this team the favorite in the East again. They they just took one year off. Now they're back and better than ever. And there were so many people that were projecting Brady Belichick in the Super Bowl. Not just that that's what people wanted. Because again, as somebody that's a sucker for a great storyline, that would be a cool story. But people like started to predict and started to ask the question, are the Patriots the favorite in the, a- not just the AFC East, but in the AFC? And so it just felt like, I don't know, just exaggerated because of what New England has done in the past. And were they on fire? Yeah, 100%. Like, this Patriots team was really good. But the truth of the matter is, is that I think New England is good, but they're not great. 
Do they still have the best coach maybe in NFL history on their sidelines? 100%. And when you have Bill Belichick, you're always going to have a certain floor of success. He should be able to elevate his team, even as a coach, more than any coach can. His defenses are always good. They're really good again this year. They're an opportunistic team. Their free agent signings that were pretty heavily criticized this year have actually worked out pretty well. Matthew Judon, I thought, was an overrated signing. I thought they paid him way too much in the open market, as typically pass rushers get paid in free agency. I thought the, the, the amount of money they gave to Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and you know Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, it just felt like they were giving a lot of contracts out to C-list players, and they were giving them... B to A contracts, and it just felt like they were overpaying because, let's face it, I think they were a little insecure that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl in his first year outside of New England, and I think Belichick wanted to get back to at least playoff contention. I think he couldn't stand to be at home in January while Brady is showing the world that he doesn't need Belichick, he doesn't need New England. And so, although the philosophy still was probably misguided, they have worked out. The Patriots are a good team. I think Belichick got this team back to at least a certain floor of where he wanted them to be. But let's not, again, get ahead of ourselves and say that the Bills should have, even when the Bills were struggling, you know, throughout the second half of the season, before they got hot again, after that first half against Tampa Bay, they really didn't look back and secure the East. But before that, they were on a roller coaster. I mean, they were up and down, and there were some legitimate issues with this team, and I still think there are. But for there to ever be a point where it seemed like the Patriots were now suddenly a better built team, any sort of quarterback debate when it comes to Mac Jones versus Josh Allen, talking about Brady versus Jones and Belichick in the Super Bowl, I always felt like it was just a juicy storyline that the national media was milking and New England, the fan base being, you know, kind of arrogant the way they are. And I would be too probably if I won six championships, the most in NFL history. It just felt like it was always exaggerated that this team was great when I think they're truly just good. And with Mac Jones as a quarterback, I don't know if you can ever be great. And right now, it's a good time to catch them because they are not the team that just won seven in a row. Right now, they're not reeling, but they've lost three of their last four. And on the year, you know, you want to talk about great. Great teams beat great teams. The Patriots this year are two and four against playoff teams. They're, you know, they're uh, two and four against teams that are playing this weekend. So I always thought it was just a little bit too exaggerated that this was a great team. And so it felt good to see the Bills go into Foxborough. And then again, especially when the Patriots beat the Bills, the way they did on primetime football, that was added on top of all of those, you know, remarks about them being great. And so it was an awesome step to see Josh Allen tear that team up a few weeks ago in Foxborough. But this game feels like I think fans want it even more because of the way the Patriots were portrayed this year and the way the Bills kind of felt like they were just put to the side again because they were inconsistent for a little bit of a stretch. But to me, again, I think it's clear that the team that's great versus the team that's good, the team that's great is hosting today, and they're the AFC East champions. 803-0550 is the number to call. Let's go to Matt. Uh, Matt, you're on Sports Talk Saturday. Go right ahead. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Um, I had a couple couple points I wanted to make. Uh, one with the fumbling. Uh, I actually read a study that they said in uh, games that are below freezing, there's a 42% chance, or there's a 42% increase in fumbles, and then uh, when it's under 20 degrees, it's an additional 10%. So <laughs> that could be a major factor today, uh, holding on to the football, because the ball apparently gets like really slippery uh, yeah. when it's cold. 
Um, and then the second point I want to make is that really Belichick in the last two two normal games where we didn't have 70 mile an hour wins, mm-hmm. he's really had no answers for the Bills yeah. uh, on offense. Uh, I mean, I put up 71 points over 900 yards and punted twice. So, I mean, it's not like he's a defensive genius, but he has had no answers for Allen um, and Bill's offense. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think with Mac Jones, I kind of feel like he's Chad Pennington. Basically, hmm. he's good enough to get you to the playoffs, maybe get you 10 wins. Sure. Maybe 11 on a, on a great season, but they're really not going to threaten uh, – yeah. For the division, really, really all that much left. You know, Bill kept like a down year or Allen gets hurt or something like that. Yeah, I agree. And Matt, thanks for the call. Uh, I totally agree. I think when, because again, even in that game they won this year, what did Mac Jones throw for three attempts and he had one completion? <laughs> so for like three yards, they did not trust their quarterback in conditions that were worse than today. But that's what's going to be interesting about tonight. Like Josh Allen isn't great in cold conditions. Most quarterbacks aren't. Um, his numbers do not look great when it's weather like this. But at the same time, the Bills definitely do have the advantage because if there isn't any crazy wind or precipitation tonight, Allen still has the arm strength where he's going to be able to throw it in the cold weather. Mac Jones, though, already has a, what, B-grade arm when it comes to arm strength. Accuracy has always been the main plus of his game, um, and there's a high floor in that regard with him, and I think it's why the Patriots liked him in the first round. But it's also why, as he said, I think Mac Jones is a player, I say it all the time, there's quarterbacks you can win with, and there's quarterbacks you can win because of. And I, you, you saw it, he made a great point, when the conditions were way better in Boston, what happened? And what happened when Josh Allen was on his A game? Because he went, some of the throws he made in that football game, I mean, Zach, you know, I mean, they were insane. I mean, how many times did we watch back the uh, the Sky Cam or the All-22 footage where it's behind Allen and seeing him drop these insane passes in a bucket? Mac Jones couldn't keep up. And so tonight, in that way, it helps the Patriots because the weather is not good, but that does not help their quarterback. And that, that primetime game still feels fluky to me. So I don't know. I, I totally agree. I, I mean, Belichick has struggled against Josh Allen. I think it more has to do with personnel over anything, and it has to do with your quarterback in New England. But, yeah, I agree, and it's why, again, it's just another reason I thought people were getting ahead of themselves a little bit too much with this team being great when I think they're a good team. But I don't know. Again, when you have Mac Jones, are you ever going to be great? I mean, it's interesting to see the NBC Boston polls over the last few months, the way the tone has changed. So uh, six weeks ago, they put up a poll. Would you rather have Mac Jones or Josh Allen? And then this past week, the same account puts up a poll that says, if Mac Jones struggles early Saturday night in frigid Buffalo conditions, should the Patriots let Brian Hoyer play a series or two? That's NBC Boston that put up those polls in the matter of six weeks. So I still think the Bills should be favorites tonight as they are. And I know the Patriots fans wanted to anoint this team as the new dynasty. It's back, and Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. I think they were getting ahead on themselves, and I think Bills fans, because of that, want this game a little extra. But I think it also, for that reason, New England wants it just as bad too, which makes this for a very exciting night with this big rivalry in a playoff game. It really has all come full uh, full circle. We'll continue to get into it coming up next. This is Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. I'm Louis DiBiase, and he's Zach Jones. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our fingers get cold, toes get cold, but I mean, I feel like they do a great job. Our trainers have done a great job as far as like the heels on the sideline, the coats. Like, as soon as you come off, like, you need a coat, they always there for me. So I feel like I'll be fine. That was Stefan Diggs. He's got a big matchup tonight against J.C. Jackson and the New England Patriots. This is Sports Talk Saturday on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Louis DiBiase, Zach Jones on the board. And now joining me in studio is Mr. Derek Kramer. Yo, dude, it's just like, uh, are it's you like a normal. Are you warm yet? You walked out of those frigid conditions. My hands got numb and I was out there for a minute. Not my, even. My face hurt just from existing. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, it's it's cold. So, uh, God bless every one of you that's going out there for the game tonight. Uh, no, not just tonight. I know some people that just, are no. first off already down there, and within like an yeah. hour or two are getting ready to tailgate all night. Yeah. Which is so. Did you see the Bills TikTok? By awesome the way, awesome and wild. I mean, <laughs> people are insane, but in a good way. Words I never thought I'd say professionally. By the way, uh, did you see the Bills TikTok about how to stay warm? <laughs> I didn't. But oh, it's funny hearing it was you say TikTok. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. There's no way Derek watches TikTok, right? Dude, you, you're on TikTok? Dude's pouring soup in his pants. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Is, but, that, is that the new uh, jumping through a table on fire? Pour soup in the pants? Something new. He's pouring soup on, scalding hot soup on yourself? No, not scalding hot. <laughs> Good Lord. 8030550 is Ow. the number to call. We've Ow. got um, Jeff Kerr of CBS joins us at 1. Mike Debate, the Locked On Patriots host, is coming in at 2 o'clock, or I should say calling in. Um, Derek, before the break, I was getting into, like, each year the Bills have been in the playoffs since 2017. There's been excitement levels for different reasons. You know, 2017 is about ending the drought. 2019, it was about, you know, Allen's first. You know, it's exciting to have your franchise quarterback in a second year being a playoff game. And a winnable game, game too. And a winnable game. Because I remember we were doing Sports Thunder yes, yeah, when they clinched. Exactly. And we were talking about teams that we'd want them to right. face. And the Texans were kind exactly. of on the top of that list. And then 2020, it's about Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, you dominate throughout the majority of the year. Your quarterback in his third year is an MVP candidate. You make it all the way to the AFC title. In what was the most miserable year yes. for human existence ever. <laughs> exactly. And then this year, it's kind of the same expectations-wise, but the matchup itself in the playoffs presents a new level of excitement that, you know, Bills-Colts really didn't. I mean, the Chiefs-Bills game obviously did because it's the AFC title, the Mahomes-Allen storyline. Bills-Ravens divisional game was also yeah. really hyped. But this is different. Like, this is the team that for the, that kind of represents you in the drought and how just miserable a, a huge portion of the fan base was for the first like 20, 20 years, years of their life and to now face that team again there is no Brady but I think that actually makes it more exciting because this rivalry is more you know two-sided now to face that team in the postseason with you as kind of the big brother and the way everybody was ready to anoint this Patriots team great I, I think it's more personal and I think Bills fans want to send New England more uh, home today more than maybe anything yeah and so there's something about this that like you said there's different reasons for the excitement yeah Part of it for me is now, yeah, there's still Super Bowl aspirations. You're right. Part of it is also how drunk this league has been this year. Yes. It's anyone's game, exactly. including whoever wins tonight. And you definitely want it to be the Bills because of the fact that how this NFL landscape, the Chiefs are mortal, the Titans are mortal, the Everybody's Bills are mortal, mortal, the Bengals, 
They're a four seed. Yep. Raiders, Patriots, Steelers. I mean, we don't have to count the Steelers in this, but <laughs> but there's six teams in here that are really looking at each other and going, I'm not gonna say I don't have a shot. Even like the a teams Raiders in the fan. NFC. A Raiders fan could look at yes. themselves and go, Yeah. We've gone through a lot this year, and we got the five seed, and I still feel really good about my team. Even the teams in the NFC that I think when it comes to like your chances of winning a Super Bowl, who are the biggest threats? Most of those teams in the NFC, but even you're talking about this mortality in 2021. Green Bay has had some bad games this year. I mean, every I looked one, it up. New England. I looked it Every up. team has. Every team has gotten boat raced once at least this season. Like yep. everyone will look back at the Colts game and go, "Oh, they got their butts kicked by Indy." Yeah. Well, Tennessee got walloped by yeah. teams, and the, they started their season looking terrible Indy, against Arizona. And then Indy turns it around and loses two games in a row to the Raiders, and then in Jacksonville. Every team has yeah. had at least a double-digit loss or like two possessions loss yes. this season, and even New England. And it's why I think, and this is what I'm glad you talked about this because it was the point I wanted to lead into this segment with. I think the Bills, and this might be. This might sound crazy because the 2020 Bills were unstoppable for, again, most of the year. Josh Allen's an MVP favorite. This team scored at will. They had a great defense. They made it all the way to the AFC title. But I think when it comes to your chances of winning a Super Bowl, this year, I maybe like their – and again, they're more inconsistent this year than they were last year. I think last year's team is definitely better. But I think for the reason you laid out, the Bills might have a better chance to win a title this year, maybe even more than last. Because everyone's mortal. We're not looking at the Chiefs like this great king that has to be slain. No, right. they're not even the top and that, seed that this year. That kind of felt like it last year. Even though the Bills all made it all the way to the AFC title, it still felt like Kansas City was a daunting opponent that it's going to take everything to beat. It, you're right. It doesn't feel like that this year. And you already killed them in their own stadium. Yeah. That, speaking of teams that got walloped at least yep. once in this season, Kansas City's had it happen to them against Tennessee and Buffalo. Yeah. So it's not like they have problems of their own. Dude, I'm ready for these playoffs to start. I'm about as excited as Josh Allen with a Viagra, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's the thing. This team has been far more inconsistent. They don't have Tredavious White. Their offensive line is certainly not a strength of this football team. You know, those are all things when you lose your CB1, when you don't have the strongest trench play. I mean, those can those things can derail a season. But as you mentioned, it's just everybody is dealing with that kind of problem. It's such an even platform right now. And when you have maybe the best player right now in the AFC, I think most people would still take Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen, but the way Allen is playing right now, you might have the hottest player in the AFC playoffs, and he has not regressed. So when you add on top of just the amount of parity in the league, the fact that you have a franchise quarterback that is playing at an elite level, I mean, he's the first player in NFL history with 4,000 passing yards and 750 rushing yards in a season. And he's got how many touchdowns this year? He's got 36 passing touchdowns. He's got over 40 touchdowns on the year. When you have those things, when you combine an elite quarterback and the fact that there isn't any juggernauts this year, I think you have better odds to win a title maybe this year than last year. And again, that sounds crazy because the 2020 Bills were a special team. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, the 2020 Bills were a special team, but there was still a certain hierarchy that you had to deal with. This year, it is everyone's battle, except for Pittsburgh. So... This is you really don't like Pittsburgh. Oh my god! You don't like their odds to upset Kansas City tomorrow? Awful. But even even, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't bat an eye if the Steelers won tomorrow, twenty to seventeen. Yeah, because that's just the nature of this season. But when it comes to the Chiefs, are eight and one, I think, in their last nine games. But and I will never forget after the Carolina game, I said the words Super Bowl run, and then some callers set me off 
And now here we are, playoffs about to start. The Bills retook the division. They are back on the inside track there. And now you can once again take New England down and put them in their place. And it's anyone's game. This team is... I'm damn right when I say they have a Super Bowl run in them. They are contenders Mm -hmm. for the Super Bowl. And it's not just because of how good they can be. It is how weird this season has been. Yeah, and look, I don't want to say they're the favorite. I mean, the Bills could easily turn it around tonight make a bunch of self-induced mistakes like they did last time the Patriots were in town and lose this football game. Like, the Bills are as susceptible as anybody. So I'm not trying to say they're indestructible either. I'm just saying when it comes to their odds of winning a title, the ceiling of this year, it is as high as last year, if not more, because that is everybody. And the Bills right now are on fire, the way they're playing down the stretch and the way their quarterback is playing. I just, I really like their odds still. Uh, 803-0550 is the number to call. Let's go to John in Charlotte. John, you're on Sports Talk Saturday. Go right ahead. Thanks, guys. Hey, I just wanted to, to tell you a quick story about, you know, what I think is the heart of Buffalo, and I think it's what we need today and tonight more than ever. Uh, back during the Dick Duran uh, era, I had taken my son to a ball game. He was a little guy, and he always liked to – when we went to the game, he always liked to get down there at about 10 a.m. and stand over the tunnel and see players come in from the parking lot. And we did that, and there was about 20 people or so gathered, and there was one big guy that had an oversized Jim Kelly jersey on it. And he was asking the players and the coaches that entered the stadium the same question every time. And it was kind of getting a little irritating. He kept saying, who's going to win today? And he'd get, you know, the pat answers. Well, or no, are we going to win today? And he'd get the answers of, well, that's the plan. We're sure going to try. That's the idea. You know, that kind of thing. And after about 10 minutes of this, you know, you start to get a little irritated. The guy turns around and he looks at uh, the crowd, the small gathering, and he said, you know, that's what's wrong with this team. When Jim Kelly was here, it didn't matter how many Super Bowls we lost. Mm. It didn't matter if it was a blizzard. It didn't matter if he was limping. It didn't matter who we were playing. He always answered the question the same way. I'd say, Jim, are we going to win today? And he'd look me right in the eye and he'd say, you're damn right we're going to win today. Yeah. And I just think that is the attitude this team has. I think it's the attitude this team needs, and it's the attitude this fan base needs today more than ever. Forget about all that scar tissue. You know, are we going to win today? You're damn right we're going to win. we got the best quarterback. we got the better team. We're home. we got our, our full strength on the field. This is our game to win, and I think that's the way you got to think and yep. enjoy it because it's a special day, and it's going to be an even more special night. Yeah, Thanks, I agree, guys. John. I appreciate, it. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. And, and um, you're probably staying warmer than we are down yeah, in Charlotte, down man. Yeah, Charlotte must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. He is right, though, and that's what we led the show with. I mean – the expectations are different. You're no longer just fighting to be a wild card team. You're no longer just fighting to if you beat the Patriots, it's not the celebration it was back in 2011, right when yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Patriots or Fred the Jackson Bills, stopping yeah, himself from scoring a that touchdown. That was their Super Bowl. That's not the case anymore. The Bills, part of why this game is cool is because the Bills are the one hosting the playoff game. They're the ones that are the division champions. They're the ones now that have their sights on a championship and although the national media and Patriots fans wanted to say here comes Brady Belichick in the Super Bowl. The fact of the matter is, is the Bills are the team that have the ceiling of greatness, and I don't think New England has that in them. And it, he's right. I mean, that for my entire lifetime, it was never. You're damn right. The Bills are going to win this game. But right yeah. now, even when, with the inconsistencies, when of this he brought year, up the, dick, you the words it. Dick Duran, right. you and I both winced. We're just like, oh I man, navy, I had navy blue instantly just go <laughs> all in my brain. Yeah, but it's just Those beautiful, it's, disgusting jerseys. Yes, and and the other thing though is that um, it's this team that has that confidence too. They have the talent. They have the confidence that they're going to match it. And 
that is the beautiful thing about this team is that they do believe in themselves, but they have the talent to back it up. We've had teams before where they're just like, yeah, we, we're confident we can do this. Mm. I mean, they signed the epitome of confidence in Terrell Owens one time during the Dick Duran days. Uh, or like head coach Rex yeah. Ryan talking oh about the playoffs God. and, you know. Uh, I just, a blood vessel popped when you said Rex yeah. Ryan. Yes. Uh, so. This is a team, though, they have the talent to back it up. That's the most important thing. They can do it, and they know they can do it. Yeah. Sometimes confidence and cockiness are a very thin line, but this team has the ability, and that's the most important aspect of this group, is that they have, mm-hmm. you said, one of the hottest players in the league. Yeah, at the he, most important position. Throwing the football two weeks ago against Atlanta, Josh Allen was terrible. What mm-hmm. did he do? Ran the football. And still move the chains. Well, that's another level of an advantage you have today, too, like in these conditions. Some people are saying it it bodes well for New England because, you know, if the conditions are good, like it was in Foxborough and Allen's on his A-game passing-wise, Mac Jones can't keep up, which I 100% agree with. And I think that is why the Patriots beat the Bills in the first game, for sure, what were the conditions. But at the same time, I think the conditions help the Bills because – are you, how many games are you going to win when your quarterback throws the football three times? Like, let's be honest, that game was more fluky and more self-induced on Buffalo than it was anything that lows. New England did. Red right? zone lows. I mean, so to me, the Mac, Mac Jones already has a, a, B, a B-grade arm when it comes to arm strength, and I don't think today's temperatures are going to help him in New England. And unless you're giving up those huge plays to Damian Harris and Ramon J. Uh, Stevenson again, you know, I think the Bills should be the favorite. And again, because the mobility is the other thing you mentioned, even when Allen has an off day throwing-wise and he throws three interceptions against Atlanta, or if today the conditions are tough to throw the football in, he you still have a player that at quarterback can still run for you know, 60-plus yards a game and be a legitimate red zone threat to score touchdowns consistently. So for a lot of reasons, I don't want to be too cocky with the Bills and say they should be like heavy favorites today. Again, I could very easily foresee a scenario where the Patriots win this football game and upset Buffalo. But I just think the again earlier in the year when it was like the Patriots were seen as the favorites again, I just I really don't agree with that. I think the Bills have the higher ceiling and you know we mentioned already you know Derek of the teams there's no juggernaut this year and the one thing the Bills have going well for them is that of the favorites, I guess you could say in the AFC, like the Chiefs and the Titans, wouldn't you say their two best offensive performances this year, or at least two of the best performances, were against Kansas City and Tennessee on the road? Yes. So you'd have to go on the road to for both. And to me, the only reason you lost to the Titans is because Josh Allen slipped on a QB sneak. Yeah, and that to me is still the most frustrating game uh, of the season. Like. One of the things I was talking with a couple of friends with all week was, what's the most frustrating loss of the season? And a lot of them said Jacksonville. I said, no, it's Tennessee. Yeah, because well, especially because you just you haven't been able to beat them, and it feels like they think they are the like, they were yeah. the one seed. It's just, but also everything about Tennessee. Is if so they fraudulent. win that game, if, <laughs> if they win that game, they're the number one seed because they have the head to head to Kansas City, and Tennessee has one uh, more loss. Good point. Literally, that game swung the entire difference yeah. of the conference. But my big thing, Louis is this. You mentioned that the elements could be a, more of a benefit for the Bills, and I'm going to agree I mean, you with you. you don't want it when you're sort of pass-heavy attack, but yeah, I think over New England it is. But ready? Let's check out the last five games, the rushing totals for this team. The last five games, dating back to the, uh, the Tampa Bay game, the Bills have had, as a team, 173, 119, 114 against New England, 233, and 170 total rushing yards. They have a running game again. This is not just... 
this is not that imbalanced attack that we saw against New England the first time around where they only had 99 total rushing yards. No. This offensive line has figured it out. And strangely enough, it is because of injury and by force mm-hmm. that Ryan Bates has had to come into this lineup as the guard. Yep. And Buffalo has been so adamant about not putting him in because he's the backup center. He's the one that can take snaps. And if Mitch Morse goes down, like they, like they need their guy. They don't want him getting hurt too. Ryan Bates has helped this offensive line in the running game in ways that we have not seen this season. Mm-hmm. They are a better rushing team since that first New England game because of that. And it's just, again, when you have a mobile quarterback, it adds another element to your rushing attack that the Patriots can't offer with Mac Jones. And, again, and Devin Singletary's been on fire. Yeah. 803 is the number to call. Louis DiBiase, Derek Kramer, and Zach Jones with you until 3 o'clock at Sports Talk Saturday. We're going to take another break. We'll come back and continue to preview Bill's Patriots right here on WGR. We're back. It's Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR Sports Radio 550 playoff style. The Bills and the Patriots play in a playoff game tonight at 815 in Orchard Park. 803-0550 is the number to call. Keep to get your thoughts, going. we're here until 3 o'clock. Jeff Kerr of CBS Sports. Checks in at 1 o'clock. Mike Debate of Locked On Patriots joins us at 2. Derek, you had a cool stat about the Bills and Patriots being in the playoffs. Not really? only playing each other, but at the same time, just in general. Real quick, I just want to dunk on Geary for a moment. Okay, um, go ahead. We've got two people in studio right now. Always but we always have time got, for that. We, but we have two people in studio right now as hosts, and we got to the 12.50 segment at 12.50. Oh, oh man. Nate, you're going it's after so, him for the detailed so, radios. It's dude. so hard to start the 12.50 segment at 12.50, Nate. Whew. But yes, I did have a cool stat that we were talking about off the air that I wanted to bring up again. Um, so this is obviously the first matchup between the Bills and the Patriots in the postseason as NFL franchises. In 1963 in the AFL, they did face off together. Now in their entire histories, this is the sixth postseason where they've made the playoffs together. All time. All time, including that 63 game Yeah, in the AFL. So the Bills and Patriots have only made the playoffs now for the sixth time together. Three of them have happened in the past five seasons. Mm-hmm. But anytime the Bills and Patriots, like, so even randomly. Isn't that crazy? Op- Six so times The ever? Bills, obviously, their dominance in the say, late 80s sense. and 90s. Yeah, 90s, the Patriots were really bad until they drafted Bledsoe. And then Bledsoe comes and in Bills, and the Bills dropped off because Kelly. Jim Kelly's yeah. final playoff game. And then, of course, the 2000s. And then the 2000s, the Bills just weren't making it at all. Yeah. So it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. And now this is the third time in the last five years and the sixth time, all time, that they're in the playoffs together. So it's hard to match up against each other in the playoffs if you don't make it together. I just thought that that was a really cool thing that uh, that yeah, I found out this week, which is just how rare it is that these two teams have had continued success at the same time. And again, I feel like it's a perfect time for them to play each other just based on where these teams are at. Based on where they're at, yeah. how exciting this whole season has like been. Like if it was 2017, it was Tyrod against Brady. Oh, yeah, it would have been a blowout. And it, it just felt like, again, the Bills were just happy to be there. It's different now. It's which different I think now. Makes it even, 2019, even 2019, you didn't really want to match sure, up with New yeah. England because of how bad they have been against Brady in particular. Mm-hmm. But this postseason, if everything draws up how the favorites should go, this is going to be the ultimate revenge tour. I agree. Let's go to Dan in Ontario joining us on Sports Talk Saturday. Oh. Dan, go right ahead. 
Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. First of all, how pumped are you for tonight's game? Of course. How can you not be? That's right. Pumped or nervous? Now, listen, a few questions, guys. Do you think tonight's the game where our defense finally gets credit for being the top defense, not statistically-wise, how no one gives kind of guys like Poyer credit? I, I do think Jordan Poyer is vastly underrated. He was named to the All-Pro first team. Which, good for him because so, he deserves it. And that's it. what matters. I think people were upset he didn't make the Pro Bowl. I really don't care about the Pro, Pro Bowl voting anymore. Anyway. I think no, it's been Pro discredited. Bowl, we, don't want the Pro Bowl. we want the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it got discredited a long time ago. But, yeah, I think Poyer is vastly underrated, and he's going to be important tonight. And then, and then lastly, boys, like I was at that first game, the snowstorm in Buffalo. Wish I'd go back, obviously, being in Canada with super restrictions. But now is this a game where Josh Allen finally conquers the whole I own the Patriots mentality? I'd say probably. With Singletary Singletary finally running again and the weapons he has. It would be nice to have the Bills quarterback own the Patriots for a decade after yeah, what Brady cool. did. Right? Like, it would be great to just have that completely <laughs> go in the opposite direction. Yeah, like, this like is... I said, boys, bottom line is a few questions I had, but mostly what you guys do on the air is incredible. I listen to you every morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dan and from Ontario. Thank tonight, you. Boys. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get it. Go Bills. And, uh, no, this Appreciate is... the call. To, to go back on these things, um, first off, the Bills' defense is going to be just fine today um, against the passing game because they are the best at it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, I'm not. Should I? Is it I'm bad not, that I'm not worried at all about that part of the game? No, it's it's. And this is going to be the narrative all throughout as long as the postseason exists for the Buffalo Bills. How good are they? Is going to be entirely dependent on 17. That's it. There are no mistakes about it. If they are, if Josh Allen is not on his A game, they probably don't win. If Josh Allen's doing Josh Allen things, yeah, we've got ourselves a game. And you've got yourselves a realistic chance to move on. As long as the Bills play how they did against New England last time, mm-hmm. they're fine. We're going to be nervous the whole time. Yeah. Going to hate everything. But that's why you take something to get the blood flow going. But that is the oh God. That is the credit. That That is why I do want to give the Patriots credit in a way and why I do think they're a good team. I don't want to say this team doesn't belong in the postseason. Again, the reason I don't think they're great has a lot to do with the quarterback position. But one thing Bill Belichick has done really well is create an environment and a structure, a team that is not dependent really on the quarterback play. Again, Mac Jones is somebody they're winning with. You're never really winning because of Mac Jones at quarterback. So that is one thing. Like, And not you know, to mention... Yeah. Everyone talks about how well Belichick does against first and second year quarterbacks. McDermott has been just as vicious. Yes, and I think it'll be just as yeah, even easier against Mac Jones. But that is one thing I'll, I'll give the Patriots credit for. Is I think I don't know. Is it are the Patriots more built right now? I don't because the thing is I don't think their roster is better than Buffalo's though. But it does feel like the Bills need their quarterback more than New England needs theirs. Maybe to be great, but to be great, to you're going to need elevation yeah. from the quarterback, but. No, I think that this is clearly a mismatch if we look under center. Because even even though I say that, I, there isn't like removing Mac Jones from the equation, there isn't a matchup. I'm saying like that's the one you got to stop. Like you have to stop Kendrick Bourne or Hunter Henry. You know their roster is only really one I'm well really scared together, of is Damian Harris. Right, that's what I'm saying. They they don't really have star power either. It's just kind of a it's a weird team to be honest. It's just they're well coached, they're opportunistic, they're good on defense, but. Again, they just they have a high floor. Yeah, I think I think these two teams are very different. Whereas I think the Bills have a lower floor at times, 
based on some of the holes they have, but the ceilings are vastly different for sure. 8030550 is the number to call. We'll get to your calls throughout the day. Sports Talk Saturday goes until 3 o'clock, but we do have coverage up until kickoff at 8.15. Jeff Kerr of CBS Sports joins us next at Sports Talk Saturday. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Derek Kramer and Zachary Jones on WGR. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.